Welcome to Dove and Dragon Radio. I'm your host, Emily Chuck, now brought to you by the Internet News Network, Screenworks Entertainment, Atlanta Mix 108, Smooth Jazz Cleveland, and of course, Dove and Dragon Radio. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button down below and join me for all the new interviews. Bye. Welcome to Dove and Dragon Radio. I'm your host, Emma Rustrock. I'm here with my special friend and guest, Antonio T. Smith. Welcome. Well, thank you for having me. It is always a pleasure to be in front of the Mrs. ML, and you just gave me some good news off camera, so I'm so excited about that. Awesome. Yes. Yes, we have lots of things that we talk about off camera because not everything needs to be made public. That's right. That's but, right. However, what we do want to make public is your article that was in the U.S. Reformer, and no one's talking about it. <laughs> That's normally the way it works, you know. No one ever listens to teachers. Right? You get it? So I've put some bold predictions out there for sure, and I'm sure all of them are going to come true as well. Oh, I, I'm pretty sure with COVID, every one of these is going to come through. <laughs> so we have economics let's start there what what is the uh forecast for this yeah so essentially when it comes to the economics of things it's your next wars are going to be an economical war and you're going to see you're going to start seeing big tech companies fight governments government fights big tech companies and the war is going to be over economics and of course the wealth gap is going to get even worse so worse to people groups are literally going to be in a net zero net worth of what they have so that's most certainly going to happen and on top of that your next and i mean the wars that are going to be fought without a shot are going to be from china and russia economically especially towards america being the number one e-commerce and not e-commerce e economy in the world so that's definitely going to happen that's the nutshell but i've got plenty to say about it too but oh, that i'm is seeing this firsthand myself with the economics with banking systems in america right now that's right that's right but you know what right now you they're getting rid of all the old bankers and if you don't know any code because you got new bankers that know how to do code because this is because 90 percent of money right now is completely digital it doesn't even exist then you're going to have bitcoin which is which is really blockchain technology but you're going to have cryptocurrency is more accurate these things are going to begin to take off money essentially has two purposes it's a medium of exchange and it's a storehouse of wealth as soon as cryptocurrency figures out how to become a medium of exchange and a storehouse of wealth you will then see governments start using the same cryptocurrencies they're against they're going to use them to their advantage why because there's no way to manipulate blockchain you can't 
It is open source, open to the public, and everyone can see everything that ever happened to it. Imagine the data that is for good right now that's keeping blockchain alive and, and keeping it the future. Imagine your governments knowing exactly what you have done with your money all year mm -hmm. and who you gave it to and where did you buy your drugs from and where did you buy your alcohol and where do you shop and, and who had it before you. Imagine the war that we could do at least that's how it's going to be promoted against mm -hmm. the drug cartels. When we have digital currencies, when the dollar goes away and it's now digital dollars by governments and now the government can see what everything crime would stop overnight. We'll invent new ways to do crime, but you get the point. So expect yes. that to happen immediately. Well, I also had a similar conversation last night with my business partner. I was wow. like, because what I'm seeing with the banking, I'm like, this is going to go into taking away the actual dollar and going into cryptocurrency, which is something he's against because he doesn't understand it. <laughs> that's, that's the way it works. Be against something you don't understand for sure. No, it's going to happen. Yeah. Because for one, it's cheaper. Mm -hmm. Printing a dollar, printing a penny is is pretty expensive. It yeah. is it's quite expensive to hold pennies in itself. You know, it just there's really no need to have money in the first place because again, money is ninety percent, ninety seven percent digital in the first place. Then the way we borrow money from so every let me be careful here. Every government that has a central bank supplying it money America's allies with. Okay, I, I, I politically walk that line really well, okay? <laughs> everywhere there's a central bank, America's allies. Everywhere there is not a central bank that we control, America's not allies with. So when we borrow from the Federal Reserve, they don't give us a trillion dollars. They give us a trillion digital dollars. Mm -hmm. And then the the debt is in on to the citizens to repay that. That's the way your money works. So if it's our, so if we get the money digitally, then essentially it's costing the government a lot of money to print it. So why do that? Why not just have digital currency all around? Right. I mean, that would take away the budget de deficit within a few years. And give and yes, and give the government espionage and and nsa powers and 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 privacy powers that big tech companies have like the the largest database of fingerprints and facial recognition is apple it's not the government it's apple yeah. right yeah it's apple it would give the governments the power that big tech companies have so are we trading uh our privacy and our freedoms for cryptocurrency that is much easier for the government to control, or are we actually giving, you know, getting That's a good question. <laughs> yeah. The answer is yes and yes, and you've been doing it. You've been doing it. Listen, y'all, no one has privacy. No. The privacy that we want is, can Antonio, I don't want the government know to know when I would like to do recreational drugs. Stay out of that. Don't monitor my showers. Let me take a number two in peace. Mm -hmm. And the rest is up to you, right? We don't have privacy, period. Mm -hmm. Because there's a there's a stoplight camera on every corner. The, the United Kingdom, specifically England, is the most monitored 
country in the world when it comes to the cameras in the world. You can look that up right now. We don't have privacy. Every social media you've ever joined, if you didn't pay for it, you're obviously the product. When you go to the ATM, there's a camera on you at all times. Your, your phone's already tracking your movements. Your, your credit card is tracking your, your, your cell phone taps into towers. And we trust the government not to do anything. So the next question that's going to be asked, ML, is basically, who do I want, who do I trust the most spying on me? Big data or the government is basically what's going to happen next. Yeah, and then it's going to be the government that owns big data. So it's coming, people. And if we do that, then we're going to look a lot like China, because that is exactly what China does. And not only are you right, President Donald Trump just said he's just signed an executive order to TikTok to sell. And we better get a kickback from that private company sale. Mm -hmm. If that's not the most Chinese thing that I've heard in 2020, you just heard it, right? Mm -hmm. And and, and it's going to happen. And you're right. It's going to your credit, to your point. We are trending that way. Absolutely. I mean, we're seeing so many things happen just this year alone that 10 years ago, we wouldn't have fathomed. But now everything is here. Everything everything and now everyone needs to go on zoom right so now mr zoom has your data it just it's just an amazing but not just zoom hollywood has your data hollywood doesn't have your data i was telling my private network this morning that i've modeled my entire company after a few industries and hollywood is one because we frequently do a lot of two-hour videos how do you have people sit down for two hours and then when they leave, they go, oh, my God, my life was changed. I can't wait till the next one comes out. The only people who do that consistently is Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Hollywood doesn't just have your data. They know how you think. Right. They they understand that if I can get as close to the hero's journey as possible in this script you will resonate with, I know I'm speaking your language right now, right? You, you would resonate with this. If I can show you the hero, act one, scene one, here's the hero. Here's the characters that I'm going to show you about the hero. Now let me show you all the hero's flaws so you can relate to the hero. Right. And then we're going to. Hero. The perfect hero is not going to resonate with the American people or people in general, but if the hero has flaws, now you're resonating with different groups. It could be That's your right. minorities, it could be your disabled, it could be whatever group they're trying to appeal with, with that hero. That's right. That's right. Because we, we, we made Batman human. We, mm-hmm. we made Superman have kryptonite. <laughs> so we made Spider-Man a teenager. <laughs> like, we made Zeus human. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, Hollywood does this, but at the same time, it's getting into the brains of your consumer. Absolutely. And Hollywood is the greatest getting into the brains of the consumer. To their credit, I'm not even saying this in a bad way. That's just brilliant. The geniuses, some of some of the most brilliant minds in the world are dedicating their genius to getting you to buy movie tickets. <laughs> <laughs> when you break it down like that, it sounds so evil. But at the same time, it's what we do. 
That's what we do. Yeah, you're, yeah, and you're doing a great job. Like, I can't wait to have you turn one of my stuff into a movie. I can't wait. I can't wait for it. Absolutely. Well, I have the network for that now. I know you do. I know you do. And, and you're my guy, except for your girl, right? You get the point, though. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, you're one of my best friends and yes. authors and, you know, mentors. You're the one that I could call at any time. Hey, I just need to talk this out. So if it wasn't for your advice, which is why I wanted to do this podcast that no one else seemed to want to do, is to get you on here because you give sound advice. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I tell you, it comes from just being broke my whole life, right? You know, and, the, and then, so there's just two things. <clears throat> being broke, I had no examples, you know, but also I didn't have no one tell me what the real world was like because I come from extreme poverty. So the real world for me is extreme poverty. So no one ever told me it doesn't work like this, Antonio. So I was just a dreamer trying to get out of extreme poverty. So I don't, you know, most people say I think, think outside the box. There is not even a box for me. There is no box. You can't go in extreme poverty and say, get in this box. Ain't no box. I can't even afford the box. You know, I'm like the dude from the Matrix. There is no spoon. So my brain just works differently. So I see all these trends happening and I just sit back and watch and I'm looking at it and, and we are in for a great couple of 10 years. I can't wait to 100 years from now when they research us and they label us. It's going to be fantastic mm-hmm. how they, whatever they call us. And I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yes. We have a myself, Tina and Sherry, we're writing this journal. I'm like, I have to make this where it can be published. So we have to take out all, all the personal stuff, but yeah. still keep it true to everything that's happened since February to now, because in 10 years, those that are being born are going to start being in school. They're going to want to learn about what happened in 2020. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. I was thinking about it this morning. So I actually graduated in 2000 and I was thinking about it this morning. Hey, I can't go to my class reunion because, right. You know, it's like, you know, I was thinking about the people who graduate and can't go to their class reunion. Mm-hmm. And I remember being in 2010, I remember saying, I'm, I'm not going to my class reunion because I didn't like mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I ain't like what I was in life. In yeah. 2020, January this year, I was like, I'm still not going to my class reunion because I don't like stuff like that. And now that I can't go, now, you know, human reaction, oh, man, I, I wasn't going anyway, okay? Yeah. I wasn't going anyway. <laughs> but now I'm like, man. I know. That, um, we're supposed to do something for one of our alumni this year, something special at the alumni homecoming game for um, Anthony Hitchens from – uh, the Chiefs, where they won the Super Bowl. All right. And that was a big thing back in February. Well, now we're in COVID and we can't do that. Our The whole thing that we had planned, if he would have been there or not, is, isn't the point. It was to celebrate him anyways. Yeah. But it was going to do something with all the alumni. And it was like, oh, I want to go this year. Wow. And we can't go. Yeah, that's the way it works. That's the way it works. So I'm, I'm telling you, you're right. It's gonna ten years from now they're gonna study us, and I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. But I, I put out these bold predictions, and I'm they, they contacted me, and I'm looking on their website, and I'm mm-hmm. saying, well, what can I talk about? So I'm trying to fit their website, and I said, I, I see a hole, and I found the hole, and I said, I want to do this, and it was like, come on, and then boom, that's how it happened. Yeah, it's. 
when you go get contacted by magazines, uh, blogs, internet magazines, it's okay, we're being contacted for what's their niche that they go to. And then it's finding that hole or the niche. And I'm like, your predictions are just spot on. Yeah. We talked about yeah. this when you were running as an independent for a president. Yeah. We talked about this with uh, So Happy and Grateful. Yes, yes. Which I need to give you, by the way. <laughs> we, we'll talk about that. I need to. I, have I need to. So happy and grateful. I know, but I'm talking about it in a whole nother type of way. You just let oh. you do whatever you want to do with it. Ooh. All of it. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. You know you're speaking my language right now. I know, I know. So it's it's yours. You just you tell me what you want to do and then I'll follow your lead. Sounds wonderful. But then yes. we have Amazon. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh. That's we, probably the boldest prediction of them all. I know we have Amazon. So we start off with Amazon being in California. Well, then yep. you have the distribution center burned down because of riots. So now they're just said, okay, we're not rebuilding at all in California. We're moving out to Arizona. Right. So now you have the real estate market just shot up mm-hmm. overnight since they uh, made the announcement that they're That's officially right. moving to Arizona. So great time for investment in real estate, yep. especially in that area. They're going to save taxes too because California taxes are sky high. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then wonderful when you have a company that's also started out there first of the year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't own the company, but I am a consultant in working with the company. Oh, well, there you go. There yeah. you go. There I don't go. need to own the company. I just need to be control it. Company. You just need to control it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's the, you know, own a million dollars or control a million dollars. If you own a million dollars, you got to pay taxes on it. If you control a million dollars, you do not. Yes. Isn't that <laughs> something else I learned from you? Is that there you go. Oh, well, you don't have to own the company or own the money. You just have to be able to control the money. That's it. That's and then it. it makes more money. That's it. That's it. That's, that's, but, and now you have power. Yes. Mm-hmm. But we don't want power to go to our heads. But then we have Amazon with their drones. And everyone's like, a few months ago was, this is a horrible, bad thing. Well, now we don't want to get near people. Right. So these are now the most wonderful inventions in the world. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. When Obama was in office, drones were terrible. Mm-hmm. Now your your small producer in Hitchcock, Texas has a drone, right? Doing doing overhead video, which is great. It's beautiful. Tells you power right. technology. Yeah. You can do drones with Hollywood's using them. Yep. Small studios are using them. Wedding uh, photographers are using them. Everyone's using them. But now we also have them delivering our packages. That's, so that's what I said in the article. I said in the, the bold prediction is Amazon is going to do what McDonald's did to fast food. Amazon's going to do that to retail. Mm-hmm. Fast food did not exist until McDonald's. And that's a good movie about this. It's called The Founder. It actually has Batman, Michael Keaton. My, okay. I think it's Michael Keaton. Yeah, I think Michael Keaton said it. Mm-hmm. Yes. With Great movie. Founder. Okay, with The Founder. 
you need to read the book and then watch the movie because the movie takes a lot of the stuff out and makes it more Hollywood than fact. That, that's about right. <laughs> that's about right. That's about right. But the idea of having a 16-year-old kid run McDonald's system is still, to this day, one of the most brilliant things that you'll ever see in a business model because we all know we can walk inside of a McDonald's and to the left there is the fries. We, we, we just know that, right? It's just a great business system in itself. And now you can get food real fast. Amazon is going to start pumping out. You're going to order from Amazon. And in 30 minutes, you will have your product. Mm -hmm. The greatest drone, Amazon will have more drones, more more, more self-driveless area vehicles than the United States Army. Amazon will have more drones than the Army. Like, like, let's process that for a second. Amazon will have more air power than the Air Force. That's insane when you it think is. about it. Here's, an, here's a production myself, because they're going to need a place to have the drones and have distribution for 30 minutes or an hour, depending on how far away from the distribution. That's right. You're going to have distribution centers pop up in every state. So you got so you got to change the laws, mm-hmm. which means lobbyists. So you're gonna have to, we're gonna have helipads on buildings. They're gonna the 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 buildings where people the the owners that lease out buildings they're gonna make more money now by renting out the top of their building for helipads and all sorts of stuff and sell a helicopter because helicopters may be too big to land in some of these buildings, but the rest of them that are really close together. The drone can land there, get repackaged, refueled, recharged, however that's going to work, and it come off. So the laws are going to change. And since the laws are going to change, that means those who are in power are going to make sure they stay in power. So that means lobbyists are going to totally lobby this thing. That means that some of your and I, I say this on both sides, okay? Some of your congressional people, doesn't matter which side of the aisle you're on, they're going to benefit. And then the corporations are going to benefit. And even some small businesses are going to benefit because you're going to have to have, like, what paint? What's the official paint? What are the laws? What, how the traffic law is going to change? Who needs a license? Do we need a license? Do you got to... Is DPS, Department of Public Safety, going to jump in on this? Should we, should you get a CDL license, like, you know, driving? Or should you get a drone license? You know, do you got to go to school for that when you're 16? Who knows? But it's all going to take place. Anyone can go out and buy a drone at Walmart and learn how to fly it and maybe make some money with a camera on it. But in five years, it's going to be, do you need a license for it? That's right. Is it a toy? Does it go up only 25 feet or is it able to go 1,500 feet? That's right. And What, what happens when there's an accident? Mm-hmm. Who's responsible now? You're going to have insurance on these drones. You're going to have insurance on whatever's inside the drones. You're going to have traffic laws. And there's going to be somehow, some way, and we're going to take this from the Jetsons a little bit, on how the flight was in the air yeah so we're gonna have like air traffic (laughs) 
<laughs> and then how how high can you fly? Because who? What happens when an entrepreneur like me pushes the limits? Because I am a limit pusher, mm -hmm. and now I start getting into helicopter airspace. Mm -hmm. Am I gonna have to have permission? Or and this is what I'm. This is what you. This is what I love about this, but it's a terrible thing. What happens when terrorists start flying their drones? Now that changes the equation. <clears throat> How much should we know about the people flying drones? Because right now the government doesn't know anything about you. It's just, you know, you got it from Best Buy. Not anymore. Not the moment they start weaponizing. Because anytime something good happens, you know someone's going to do something it, bad. There was an incident earlier this year with a drone that was weaponized. And it was a cheap drone from a box store that was weaponized. And I think there was like 16 people hurt because of it. Wow. See that? I had no idea about the incident, but you just gave me a marketing idea. If I, if I know my drone is going to fly overhead, then I should probably start the company that has the message and the right paint at the bottom of the drone because that's free advertisement as you fly over people's heads. Mm -hmm. So who owns that company, right? <laughs> like which entrepreneur is going to think of that? Mm -hmm. And who's going to do that? Then it's going to, then you're going to have drone media experts on YouTube. <laughs> like think about this because we got social media experts 10 years ago. You never would have thought a social media expert existed. So you're going to have drone media experts on YouTube with series of how to use a drone and what's the best way to market your drone all sorts of stuff, right? Well, it's just going to be amazing. What what drone is best for cameras? What drone is best for delivering packages? Which one can hold how much weight? Then you're going to have a whole tech war of how much weight can it might, uh, like the shark vacuums. Mm -hmm. I can pick up a 25-pound bowling ball with the hose. That's you know, incredible. we've all seen that commercial. Yep, yep. yep that's incredible. See it with drones. That's incredible. And then you're going to be, they're going to push the limits. It's going to be amazing what's going to happen, y'all. But I guarantee you, Amazon will become a force so big. You got to think about this for a second. <clears throat> Elon Musk, private citizen, just taught NASA how to go to orbit again, because clearly we lost the ability to do this, because remember, NASA shut down their shuttle program. They're like, don't forget this. This happened like 10 years ago. Elon Musk did some amazing stuff as of this week, like last week's recording. And he sent them off, got them back, guided them safely in the water. And then, if that's not impressive, then took a $40 million rocket, which is impressive because it takes the government $40 billion to make. Elon, $40 million to make. And then, and this blows my mind, recycles the rocket for use later. Yeah. It's insane. Talk about a private citizen taking the governments to school. Elon Musk is, this is the story of SpaceX, is competing against Russia, China, and the U.S., and he won. There's going to be someone I in the drones. I really <laughs> yes. do. Yes. I love watching him, and I love watching his sister with her uh, film company, what she's doing. She's wow. taking her film company, put, putting out quality films, every month or every week and Hollywood can't keep up. See, and you, you just taught me something. Than Hollywood. I didn't even know he had a sister. How about that? And I studied him for the last five, six years. Didn't even know he had a sister. See? Wow, that's in film. Mm -hmm. Amazing. And she's doing 
So she's combining Hollywood level videos, but shooting them out there like a YouTuber. Not the quality, but the frequency. Frequency is quicker than YouTube or Netflix. Wow. That is major disruption. That's yeah. a problem. That's that a problem. That's <laughs> a major problem. That is the consequences of her brilliance that's going to, you know, I can tell you that the, the people in Hollywood, here's another bold prediction. Hollywood's going to go through a crisis in itself. But the content creators like yourself who, and it's not going to be, what well, all of Hollywood's going to get the blame, but it's not all of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. It's the, it, you know, you, you keep charging people for going to the tickets. Nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. And then but now you keep saying people want the movie experience. Really? Do they? Because I'm not so sure if people really want the movie experience. People want the movie experience, but I think the people have redefined what movie experience means. I know. I'm, I'm very thankful for COVID right now because we're yes. taking movies that last year were budgeted at 70 million, taking them down to 10 million. Look at that. And getting them ready for streaming within months. COVID. And, and then the, the young guys, the two guys who had the number one movie in March or May or something like that when during COVID-19 and they did it, they, they did an open casting call, zero budget. They did an open cast call, had some celebrities come on and they shot the whole movie over Zoom and it was a thriller. And then they did the little deal with the theaters and they had, according to IMMD or however you say it, they were the number one movie that week. It was amazing, right? Of course, they didn't make much money, but that's not the point. The point is they performed, outperformed Hollywood, content producers like yourself, outperformed Hollywood to the point where they kept getting rejected to be listed on Rotten Tomatoes and stuff because they thought it was a joke. No, these guys just outperformed. They did that because of COVID-19. You could actually look that up. COVID-19 movie. Yeah, it's crazy. There's a lot of things going on that we're not seeing. We're seeing the rise of the indie films because they're cheaper. They can be done right. quicker. They're smaller crews. They're good, too. Yeah, they're, they're really just good. flat out good. And then you, we're seeing a lot of things come out of Dubai. We're seeing a lot of things coming out of Qatar. We're yep. seeing a lot of things coming out of countries that compete with Hollywood normally, but they can't compete normally. That's right. They can now. They can now because they have the ability to shut down whole cities. That's right. That's right. And, and we'll do it. And mm-hmm. the citizens will listen. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 so my, my Indian headquarters is in Bangalore. Uh, the Bangaluru, Bangalore, depending on which language you're speaking in. And so I've been getting a lot of Indian culture here for the last year and a half. And there are essentially two sides of Indian uh, Bollywood, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And the people who speak, and I'm going to mess this up, closer to Bangalore, okay, there's a whole industry of high quality, high action, romantic films that are just amazing with powerful messages. And then there's another side with action and gore and amazing 
and they are on the Hollywood budget and they just come out and they just come out and they just come out and they just come out. And it's it's a great testament to Hollywood that everybody wants to be Hollywood, right? It's a great testament of Hollywood. But I just find it amazing that you see that in Nigeria, you see that in India, you see it everywhere. So to your point, I believe in exactly what you said because it's amazing just watching everything happen. Yeah, uh, the studio is actually being built in either Dubai or Qatar. We have five films that are going to be the first films in there because we can shut down the whole city. Wow, wow, amazing, amazing! It's it's, it's incredible, and those are some good places. There's some good some good places too. Yeah, <clears throat> never been to Qatar, but you know, Dubai is you know it's Dubai, right? Everybody wants right. to go to Dubai. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dubai at least once in a life, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you yeah. have everything there. I mean, I don't own the studio. That's a great friend of mine who owns that whole portion. I'm not in Dubai, but he's a good friend like you are. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not what you know, it's who you know and who can help you elevate yourself to where Yeah, you absolutely. Well, that's, the, you know, that's Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friend and Influence People. Two years ago, I told everybody, they didn't listen to me, I told everybody, you better be careful because YouTube celebrities are about to start getting paid more than A-list actors. Okay. Well, we're here now. Yes, we are. <laughs> we are here now. YouTube, here's what's crazy. Here's what Hollywood's going to have to deal with coming soon. And the whole movie industry mm-hmm. will have to deal with this. The kids growing up now don't want to be Denzel. They want to be, you know, Logan, Logan Paul. Right? <laughs> you know, they they don't they they want to be PewDiePie. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're not looking towards the you know <clears throat> the rich and famous. They're mm-hmm. saying it is easier for me to be a big YouTube star. Mm-hmm. And it is. Now, of course, smart people like Will Smith know how to monetize that. He's just crossed over to my world and is doing a vlog, right? And, and who can compete with Will Smith's vlog? Come on now. It's impossible. He's got special effects and stuff going on. Yeah. Nobody can compete with it. No, you can't do that unless you have the money to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody can compete with it. But these content creators are brilliant. And you started that way. You just start making content and crossed over to Hollywood. Amazing. Yeah, when I met you, you was doing all sorts of what you when call you books, me, mythologies. I was quiet, very quiet. I yep. could barely get through the interview. <laughs> You've been beat up a lot now trying to get all this money. <laughs> That'll make you win. <laughs> uh, if anyone goes back to the, my YouTube page and looks up Antonio's first interview I did with him to now, and just listen to the audio because there wasn't a video then because I was too shy and too afraid to be on camera versus now I'm on camera all the time. All the time. And, and, and you know how to get $25 million real quick, right? <laughs> like when you get beat up, when yeah. someone says, hey, we need $25 million. When? Oh, tomorrow. <gasps> and when you get beat up like that, you start learning some confidence because, you know, confidence comes from losing. I mean, how many times did I call you up? I mean, last year, I, I'm trying to get 250000 Yeah. I'm no longer trying to get 150000 I'm trying to get, oh, I need $200 million for this. Exactly. 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 And I'm just throwing a number out there. But at the same time, it's on point. Well, I've, I've got these problems right now. I'm trying to get $200 million for this, literally. You know, I've got $90,000 bills at this point, you know. So I, I completely understand what you're talking about. And it's a 
good, good, good place to be. I'm proud of you. You have done so well. And I'm telling you, so happy and grateful. And I've got another, I have another, I've got some stuff for you. If we, if we, we wears a recorder, I'll tell y'all, but I ain't gonna tell y'all. I'm gonna let her, you're gonna catch her stuff on Sports Center, right? You gotta, you gotta wait to, wait to his highlight reels. But she's got, oh. I got some stuff for her. That yes. sounds wonderful, but we are out of time for this interview, so that does work out perfectly. Perfectly. So, <laughs> for all of our viewers, where can we find you right now? You know, you can just text me directly. That'll be easy. 409-500-1546. 409-500-1546. It'll hit my cell phone right here, and then I'll send you wherever you need to go. Sounds wonderful. And thank you so much for being on the show and giving thank you, you so much. all the information on the U.S. Reformer. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. And happy viewing. And we are out. That was awesome, man. I appreciate you. Yes, okay. awesome. I'm looking, I don't know about, uh, you know, what, what, what happened over there. And it's okay. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm cool. So everything's cool. But I do know that I want you to benefit from it. Now, whatever it is, right? I do, I do, I do know that much. So I've got this, I've got these two books. I've got that one. I've got a bunch of them, really. But there's one in particular that you absolutely want to be involved in. I want all your books. That's fine. Deanna, she started a publishing company, so I'll just let you work with her. Okay. And then you, you two can work it out, and y'all can, y'all can have it. It doesn't bother me at all. Okay. She, she just likes the publishing part. Dove and Dragon, we're mm -hmm. taking it over to Trianium Lions Media that it will have Trident Press. Trident Press is part of Anthem Press, which is part of Penguin. Understood. Understood. Good. Good. Just whatever you do, this as long as you two are involved. I've got no problem with it, right? As long as you two involved, I got no problem with it. The Sounds next good. book that I've been working on, I just say this for a minute, it's called Resegregation. I've been working on it for years. Mm -hmm. It's a play on the word desegregation. Mm -hmm. It's a book called Resegregation, and the subtitle is The Facts of the Black Oppression and the Facts of the Black Solution. And it is so good. It is so good. It's written for a the struggle of black people and white allies it's written for both it's it's extremely well done and it's gonna create some fire when it comes out let me tell you you want a part of that i am so sick of what's going on right now because what we're doing with the riots is taking away from a message of we need to be one people no doubt, no doubt. Unfortunately, it's you know we it's it's hard for black folks to get the, the one people. Right? It's hard for that, yes. but it's written mm -hmm. for that reason, and I'm sure yes. you want a piece of that. Trust me. Yes. Yes, yes. definitely. Well, good. Well, thank you for having me. I'll let Deanna know, mm -hmm. and then I'm sure she'll reach out to you and have me anytime. I'll be back. Anytime you want to jump on. I don't know if you've been watching my Instagram and my YouTube. I follow you all the time. Yeah, am I'm up over seventy thousand followers right now on IG? Wow, good! That's and amazing. I'm almost up to three thousand on Instagram, but we just monetize. Nice, 
Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I have. I think I've just decided to scale my Instagram like two days ago. I've been keeping it private and personal just because I like it that way. But we'll see what happens. Well, Deanna wants to scale. Here's it. the thing: if you link your Instagram to your uh, YouTube with your videos, mm -hmm. if they click the link on your Instagram, you can then monetize quicker on your YouTube. Right. You just taught me something. Thank you. <laughs> I'm learning. And I thank it all to you in that very first interview we did two years ago. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, you're, you're incredible. Your confidence and your, the glow around you is powerful. And I, I'm happy to see it. I'm happy. Yeah. Happy to see it. Yeah. All right. Well, I will hold you up. All right. Thank you, Antonio. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.